I'm leaving that in the recording. <laughs> ah, joke's on you. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was the song Excuses by Get Your Head Straight. They're a pop punk band coming out of Milton Keynes in the UK. And we have their lead singer, Tyler, on with us in, I'm going to say a few minutes here, but it just depends on how fast we get through the new music and whatever bullshit we want to cover on top of that today. Yeah, we'll figure I it out. I see you laughing at me over there. <laughs> I was laughing at you. Um, we can't get our shit together today. This is the second time we've gone to record. Take two. Boop, boop. Let me just, okay. We're going to miss the Wayne's World bit, though. <sighs> redo it redo <laughs> the wayne's world bit <laughs> all right there's this thing that happens to me i don't feel like i am usually that awkward but whenever i go to get my tattoos done i guess i'm just freaking out like exactly enough about the process that i just act like a fucking idiot the entire time that i'm standing there talking to him as he like waits to put it on my arm and Every single time, like, I'm totally normal by the end of the process, and I just really want to know what this poor guy <laughs> thinks about me as I come in and act, like, totally weird, and then three hours later walk out as a normal person. Is he like, wow, her life is so fucked up that she's coming here for therapy. I think, <laughs> I think it's probably more like he understands that people have nervous jitters before they get a tattoo, because I guarantee that's what it is. That's what's making you awkward is it's like the nervous energy before because you know even if you're not like scared to get the tattoo you're still a little nervous like it's it's a thing it's nervous energy and then by the time you're done you're like how's it gonna turn out but I'm just like I'm in tune enough with myself and people that I like know exactly what I'm doing while that's going down I'm like I sound really fucking weird right now anyway that's exactly how I'm feeling doing this tonight (laughs) Like you're about to get a new tattoo? Yeah, yeah. No, I should say during phase one, that's how I felt. And then by the time that we ended that whole episode that we recorded. It's because we didn't actually speak very much before we started recording, which was the mistake, I think. Yeah, that was kind of funny. We hopped on the call and we were just ignoring each other for uh, however long it took to get all our stuff together. Yeah. I was playing the cat game on my phone. Were you? <laughs> I was. Um, I was waiting for you for like five minutes. Yeah, I, I was playing the cat game on my phone. You want to know what's funny about that? It's actually called Cat Game. <laughs> Not a joke. It's called Cat Game. Anyway, uh, do you want to talk about new... Oh, no, wait. No. Wait. There's more. <laughs> this is I'm Not Okay. I podcast. I'm Stormy. I'm Elena. Party on. Excellent. Check it out okay halsey released a single called clementine it's really good it's gonna be on her new album i'm not entirely sure if she has a name for that yet or not let me check nope it's not gonna have it on spotify insane manic is what the name of that album is it's the third single on the album is that the second time you had to look up that album i don't think i said it the first time oh really (laughs) (laughs) i remember you saying i don't know what it's called i did say i don't know what it's called um I didn't look it up last time. I just went with it. We'll have to release that episode later on in the archives. <laughs> I think um, maybe once we get a Patreon, we'll release that stupid little intro that we did beforehand. <laughs> where we went on a Wayne's good. World rant. Anyway, Jimmy Eat World released a single called All The Way Stay. 
and it's pretty good as well. Uh, Twice released a an album called Feel Special. It's K-pop. It's great. It's a girl group. I don't usually talk about girl groups, but I like Twice. Um, Of Mice and Men dropped their album Earth and Sky, which is amazing. Waterparks released a single called High Definition. Uh, J-Hope released a single called Chicken Noodle Soup featuring Becky G. They sing in Korean and Spanish, well, rap, and also English, but that's unimportant. Um, where was I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> issues releases. You hold on, hold on, hold on, because nobody can see you <laughs> on this medium. She just did a full chin tilt with every syllable of that word to either side, with her finger placed delicately on her cheek. I, Where was I? This is my thinky face. Is it? Yeah, I guess. I guess for tonight it is. That's absurd. I thought it was cute. It was actually very cute. Thanks. Uh, Issues released another single called Flexin. It's kind of weird. Not what I expected from Issues. Sounds a little bit like Prince. But we'll talk about that one later on in the interview. Also, State Champs released a cover of Real World. And it's really, really good. It is for the uh, Songs That Saved My Life Part 2 or Volume 2, whatever. I popped Ian's uh, State Champs cherry this weekend. Oh, yeah? He had never heard of them. I described them as, like, the new generation's Blink-182, so he's pretty into it. I don't think that was an apt description going in, but it convinced him to give him a try. He told me that Derek sounds like William Ryan Key, only just an octave lower, and now I cannot unhear it. Why did you say that to me? Why, Isn't it awful? Why would you say that to me? I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> Isn't it awful? But he's not wrong. I'm not, I'm not listening to you. This is the worst. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I was really impressed. And then, then he told me that, um. Did you just look at the Instagram chat too? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But that was several seconds before. Sorry. Sorry. I just got the buzz and you looked down. I was like, oh shit. Awesome. Sorry, he told me he told me that his babysitter growing up was good friends with the Madam Brothers' mom from Good Charlotte. Weird. Yeah, like that's a little bit of trivia that you would announce to your girlfriend. Well, the drummer of Five Finger years. Death Punch went to my high school. That's pretty cool. I mean, not really. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Move to <laughs> but uh, that's our claim to fame. Good old Boonville. We also won, like, state band competition one time, and, like, softball, (laughs) I think. I don't know that we have anybody that ever made it big time. Somebody released a book once. I don't know what it was called. A dude I went to high school with is apparently an author now, and he has, a like, a author... What is it called when an author goes to one of the Barnes & Noble stores and just, like, hangs out with... A signing? I don't think it's a signing. It's, like, a... an encounter or something. A lingering? (laughs) No, but he has, like, a... It's, like, an event where he goes to a Barnes & Noble and, like, 
talks to people. Sounds like a sign. Anyway, apparently he's written more than one book. And my mom was like, hey, look, this guy wrote some books. And I said, he wrote books? I said, I said, <laughs> wait, he wrote a book? And she goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrote more than one. <laughs> How? And is it poetry? Because I really want to know. You should buy it and check yeah, it out. Yeah, I am going to find out it's what it is. I'm sure there's a description online. I bet there is. I have. To, I just have to look it up. And if they and if he's having a thing at Barnes and Noble, they're selling it at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it's big enough. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a big book for an author to have signing at a Barnes and Noble, but they do have to be carrying the book. All I'm saying is they didn't carry Davy Havoc's book when I went to get it. So that's because I didn't know Davy Havoc wrote a book. He wrote two. He wrote two <laughs> books. Yeah, <laughs> like about himself. Dude, I came up with novel information. No, they're fiction books. Oh, like he like legit wrote two books. Huh. Yeah. I am much more impressed now. I thought they were going to be like <laughs> memoirs. That's amazing. No. no. Good for him. He's got a really neat writing style too. I'll send you um, a Snapchat of me reading a paragraph out loud. They're very sexual. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We should just, just record kidding, a no. podcast of you reading Davy Havoc's books to me. Yes, but here's the thing is he has an audiobook where he's reading okay. the books. Well, I can just so get the audio book. Yeah, have him read them to us and then commentary. we can commentate yes. on that he probably would not appreciate. Oh, then we can't. And I'll just probably cry the whole Listen, time. Listen, we can't ever have him on the podcast if we do that. I don't think that's okay. We have to have a chance of having Davy Havoc on the no, podcast. No, because you know that's what this would sound like. I would be like... I would be like, I love you so much. Yeah, and then I'll talk like a normal human. And then we can have G-Eazy on, and then you can talk like a normal human. <laughs> I meant through the, the commentary. I would shut down if he was actually on this podcast. Well, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't listen to him reading a book without crying, is what I'm saying. I wonder if I could listen to G-Eazy reading a book without crying. Probably. I probably movie, could. wasn't he? Did you see the movie? He posted an Instagram thing. Was he joking? Oh, no, he wasn't a movie. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'm not crazy. I came here with two facts today. Yeah. I I just haven't seen it yet. That's the one with uh, Hustlers is the one with, like, Sandra Bullock, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know movies. I don't know. I watched Alita Battle Angel. Did I already say that? I watched Coven for the first time. How do you feel? <laughs> We talk about that in the interview, so oh, I won't yeah. get into that. That was just my way of saying that I am so behind on everything pop culture that it's not. Well, we rented like three movies the other night. So we watched The Curse of La Llorona yesterday and Alita Battle Angel on Saturday night. I haven't seen any of them. Well, one was scary and it, they were all three good. Cool. Yesterday is important because yesterday is technically kind of a Beatles movie. That is it's important. the one where the world forgets ev about the Beatles except for like one dude. And then he basically becomes famous using all the Beatles songs. So next week, I just want you to detail that movie in its entirety for me. And that will be our episode. I would have to watch it again. And we already gave it back to the Red Box. Oh, drats. I can try to say everything that I want to say. Um, 
and but then I'm gonna get stuff wrong, which would probably be funny. Here's what we're gonna do: you're gonna recite a movie, and I'm gonna read Davy Havoc's latest book. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. And we'll call that original content. I'll do it in the British accent too. <laughs> All right. Speaking of original content, how about we bounce on over to the interview that we did with Tyler of Get Your Head Straight? That sounds like a great idea. Woo! It took us 13 minutes. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Enjoy. So we're here with Tyler of Get Your Head Straight, a pop punk band based out of Milton Keynes in the UK. They are fresh off their first ever European tour, having been showcasing their new EP Contrast. And we are super excited to have him here to talk with us. Hey, Tyler. Hey, you're right. Did I say Milton Keynes correctly? Milton Keynes? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Milton. just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I have a few like getting to know you questions that I want to jump into, but First, I kind of want to ask, what came first, your band name or was it the Owl thing? Oh, the Owl? The Owl. So oh, the band wow. name is based off the I Owl? I think it was actually the band name. That's a really interesting question. Um, uh, it was actually <laughs> the band name. But the Owl was soon to follow. It was okay. very soon to follow. Cool. I just thought that was too perfect. I've never even thought about that. That's really interesting. I hadn't either. <laughs> That was the first thing I thought of when I saw your album art. No, we we have always had owls in our uh, like our branding, okay. our logo since. Well, we had like a a sort of demo logo which didn't have an owl in, but since we got our first proper logo, we've always had owls. And I was I wanted to take it out of like our font and actually just bring it into the artwork instead. So that's how that happened. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> okay so like I said I got a couple of getting to know you questions it's just kind of so that our audience can have a feel for what you're about so stealing from an interview that I did last week where they kind of misinterpreted the question and I liked it a lot what lineup would you sub yourself into of any band like if you could be the singer of any of your favorite artists or the guitar player or the drummer or whatever who would it be and what would you play um it would be vocals because I'm not hopeless at other things, but I'd much prefer to much prefer to uh, sing along. Um, right. <laughs> probably be in her own words, maybe. Cool. Probably them. I, I've, I rate them. They're pretty good. Uh, found them like last year. That's my best find of a band last year. So. Yeah, they are really good. I like them a lot. I've not had a uh, chance to see them yet. What's that anyway? You said you haven't. I haven't seen them, though. No. Oh, do they tour around you? Yeah, uh, they toured with... I can't, I can't actually remember, but it was, it was just... It was in February, and I missed it, so... Because they're, um, they're from the States, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not own... that that matters, but, you know. No, yeah, it's, no, I mean, the size of them, they're not, they don't come here that often, so it's... Yeah. yeah. Well, you should jump over here. 
Yeah. <laughs> One day. All right. Been. Um, you've been? Where have you been? Went in 2016. Uh, Memphis, uh, around Tennessee. Uh, I, I actually, my dad actually won a trip. He bought a CD and he won a trip, which effectively cost him three pounds uh, for two people to go around uh, a few southern states, which was pretty oh, that's cool. That's amazing. Oh, that is yeah. fun. I've actually yeah, never I... been to Tennessee. Well, and Memphis is really, really cool. Did you get to go like Graceland and stuff, or it was just around? It was, it was just around. It was like every day we went to a new town. Uh, oh, it was cool. A blue music trail or something, and I went to a load of cool, like really old, um, famous blues music places, which was really interesting. Oh, that would be uh, like, so right. fun. Best place yeah, was that. <laughs> For sure. I did. I missed the Muppet Museum, but I, I can't remember. I went right past that, but oh, I had instead. <laughs> no. What was your favorite town? Was it Memphis or? Um, I think was it. I mean, probably Memphis, yes. But I did like was it Clarksdale? I'm not sure, but they had really good oh, food. Oh, Clarksdale is fun. Yes, they do. Yeah, I love really Clarksdale. We used to go down there to play paintball. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they have a big paintball course out there, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but Never they do been. have amazing food. It was like a highlight of the trip. Like, we can play paintball here, so <laughs> let's go to Clarksville and get good food while we're down there. <laughs> yeah. All around it then. Mm -hmm. All right, so who would you guess are your most played artists? I'm guessing In Her Own Words is on there. One of, yes. Uh, I... For me, well, all of us have a variety of influences and bands we listen to and artists we listen to, but I listen to mainly, uh, in our own words, Point North. I don't know if you've heard of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love Issues as well. Yes. Uh, issues. Story so far. Uh, a good few bands. Uh, but yeah, I, I like a lot of music. So I, I sort of, I listen to an album all at once. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I... I rarely listen to a playlist i'm just listen to albums so let and me I'll ask just... you something right now yeah. do you shuffle an album or you do listen to it from front to back front to back usually Thank unless you. i've listened to... <laughs> i just my boyfriend turned on the new blink 182 album yesterday he was listening to it for the first time and he shuffled it <laughs> and i was like <laughs> ian ian does weird things um <laughs> I do have a question since you said issues. How do you feel about that new song that they just put out? So I was reading a lot of things on Twitter about this actually, because mm -hmm. I at first when I first heard it, I was like, oh no, what have you done? And then <laughs> yeah. I listened to it a couple more times and I can sort of they, they Tyler compared it to uh like Sad Ghosts and a couple of their older songs, which people hated initially, and then when they found how it placed within the album. It was like, yeah, okay, I can jam to this, and I, I don't know. I'm, I think it will grow on me. I think that. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. I was the same way. I was like, what is happening? Um, but it kind of has like a weird Prince vibe, and I love yeah, Prince. So I went on Twitter and I saw a video of Chelsea Grin dancing along to it, and I was <laughs> like, I, I just thought, yeah, if those guys can, then, then, then I'll give it another go, basically. Yeah, I. Uh... Well, because I knew that some stuff was going to be different this this go around, just because that was kind of the point. 
I just wasn't expecting that song to be one of the singles, I guess. And it, I just, I don't know. It, yeah. it has grown on me a little bit. I'm sure that whenever it's put together with the rest of the album, it'll make way more sense, too. You're right about that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, I got nothing to comment. <laughs> <Let's enjoy it. laughs> I think you'll actually really like it. It, does, it has like a really princey vibe. I did. I spent most of yesterday trying to catch up on all the music that I hadn't listened to. So I'm working on it. I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tyler. And if you could share one of your songs with any famous musician, living or dead, who would it be? And which song would you choose? Oh, wow. Um, That is interesting. (laughs) You can think on it for five years if you want. For five (laughs) I know that's a daunting question. It'd be a super long call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Very well. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Right, well, I'll try not to keep you waiting five years, maybe two. Um, <laughs> All right, sounds right, good. Uh, Deal. It would probably be one of. Am I allowed? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this one. A song that we haven't released. I'd def- it would definitely be a song I haven't released, which I cannot name. And That's okay. It would be with. Mm, probably Tyler Carter. I'll go with that. Yes, appropriate. That's an appropriate one. It's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys yeah, I would go wrong collabing with Tyler Carter, to no, be honest. Why not? All right. So you guys released your debut EP Contrast back in June. I was reading a bit about not about it, but like from people that had covered it back then. And uh, Rock Sound Magazine said that it offers up a slice of pop punk that will appeal to fans of Giants of the genre from the last 15 years, like A Day to Remember, Some 41, and Newfound Glory. And that's definitely a representative description, but are there any bands that you'd add to the list? I don't know. That, that's a quite a rounded up. That rounds us up quite well. I think it does too. Perspectives, but I would chuck in like some more new wave pop punk in there for sure. Like uh, The story so far I, I I feel we we've taken some inspiration from them in a good way. Like that's definitely that, that older stuff. It's what we sort of grew up a bit more with, um, which is weird to say, but I say grew up a bit. That's not count as growing up. But anyway, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I my first uh, reaction yeah. was the starting line. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you'd align perfectly with their fan base as well. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> It's my first thought when I listened to you guys. That's just why. What was it like? You guys only started like two years ago, right? Fully, yes. Uh, We uh, we took a while to get everyone together, the right people that I wanted to have around me um, when putting the band together. But yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, we completed our lineup and have been playing shows as much as possible since then. So. Oh, that's awesome. So this is your first EP and you're being compared to like the titans of the scene. Was that just super I, surreal when it's, when you saw that in print? Yeah, it was it was nice. It was it was really quite quite something. It was, it was pretty special, but it's it was nice it was sort of a validation because that's what we were going for with our, our sound. So it was nice to actually have have other people say, actually, yeah, that's what you sound like when we're not that we're trying to sound like them, but that's the direction yeah, we were absolutely. aiming for. Nice yeah. To have that be put in that field um yeah definitely honestly great <laughs> it's like i would have no idea the first time that i listened to you i had no idea that that was going to be your debut release i mean you guys sound like you've been going at it for 
like easily a decade, I would say. It just it it sounds very 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 professional and it's really good. I I I don't know how else to say it. I just uh I yeah I also assumed that you had more stuff too. I was like oh there's only one EP what? <laughs> it's so Thank good. You. And you. so just for the record, we are anxiously waiting for more. <laughs> Whenever you uh, well, we're excited about it. Well, I can comment on that. I can sort of comment on that, that we are recording very soon, but the recording process is never the never as quick as we'd like it to be. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. not. I wouldn't ask you for a timeline on that. No, definitely no, not. I, I, can't. <laughs> I, I, I know what we're aiming for. Um, we're aiming to be in the studio in February. So the, like we've we've got we've got everything written and we're ready. But it's a. Uh, a lot, lot between now and then to get finished off. And oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and everybody's process is so different, so it's just you got to do it on your own time. Put it, put out the best you can. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we spent a very, we spent quite a long time on the EP itself, but that was, I think that that was mainly because we didn't know how long each pro step of the process took, and we sort of underestimated in certain aspects. And but you got to learn somehow. Uh, Mm -hmm. we, we had before that EP we hadn't recorded anything more than a couple songs so we didn't like the we didn't have the uh, I can't think of the word <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have things to compare it to really so yeah a lot well more. it adds like that whole like overall mastering level to the whole process yeah yeah definitely so you guys just finished the, your first European tour like I said earlier and you played Mindfest this month um First of all, how did you get involved with Mindfest? I don't know too much about the UK local music scene, but it seems like it's a pretty good cause. It is a good cause. Um, it's on the 10th of November. We are yet to play it. I'm looking, very much looking forward to that. Um, it's... Uh... Oh, sorry. I thought it was September. Yeah, no worries. That was <laughs> my bad. <laughs> worries, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought I should plug it effectively. No, yeah, it is so a that's very coming up. Yeah, I'm really excited to be on that. We're playing alongside some of our good friends and a lot of the bands from the scene uh, in the UK, which is great. Uh, yeah, so when we got originally got asked to be on that that list, there was no bands on it at all. And it was like a couple of our friends and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, this this sounds cool. It's a nice idea. But since then, the uh, I think he's... Yeah, since then, the organisers have really, really put on some stronger and stronger bands it's gonna be a great day it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be absolutely grand which sets are you most looking forward to i mean apart from your own um i definitely have to shout out next year and wishing wolf for that but okay. uh both of them but yeah there's there's i couldn't i can't i can't list everyone that i right <laughs> yeah I, I know i know so many people playing so um honest good luck to all of them but yeah we'll share the flyer the... too <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. yeah the people will be able to see but yeah they are uh, there's definitely some strong bands on there. There's uh, some breaking bands on that on that bill. So oh, watch for that. <laughs> um, did they? You said they approached you first. Yeah, they approached us. Uh, like they approached us uh, before they'd announced anything at all. Whereas, and it's sort of been they've been trickle feeding bands for the last few months. Yeah. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, honestly, it was fantastic. It was yeah. uh, great to. Great to get that through. 
I was like, you're one of the originals. That's got to be validating. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I do. We, I do feel fortunate to be announced in the first wave, or one of the, one of the first waves, anyway, um, for sure. But yeah, no, it was. It's quite interesting, really, because we got announced alongside one of our friends next year, and then later more bands got announced that we're playing with that we knew, and since then i've met and played with bands who are already on that bill so we i've, I've i think i know about six seven bands on that list um which is quite crazy really just from playing yeah. in the south of England. have you played any festivals prior or is this your first one um this is the biggest one we played which will be the biggest one we played when they played uh, smaller smaller charity events uh charity festivals sorry we played a couple of them but do you feel like you prefer like those kinds of events or more traditional gigs? Um, I that's that's really hard. That's like, right, because it really depends on the atmosphere. Absolutely. It's like I think I'm I don't know if this is one of your questions. And it, I'm I'm diverting a little bit. I apologise. No, but you're I'd fine. Say, you're okay. My favourite sort of show to play, well, was the the last show of tour because we uh, came back to St Albans. Uh, just it's pretty near where we we pretty near our hometown and it was absolutely rammed we played with some great bands uh, the atmosphere was just incredible and i could just jump out get involved with the crowd it was good fun good oh fun. yeah that's gotta be awesome do you ever feel like you're performing in front of mixed crowds we've had a couple of conversations on here with artists that play with a lot of bands that um aren't exactly in their genre so they get a wide array of people that are turning up that might not usually listen to pop punk have you encountered that at all yeah, I can certainly I can certainly relate to that. We're being from Milton Keynes, we uh, the scene there is predominantly metal bands. Uh huh. So we really do have to we we mix it up occasionally. We play some heavier songs. We drop in a cover every so often. If if we're on a heavier bill, that's a lot like we think. Well, actually, the crowd will enjoy this if we throw this in. So yeah. we we do we do shake it up a bit sometimes. We're sort of the heavier end of pop punk really well not well not heavy but it just because of where the music we've grown up with and everything we have influences that just yeah so you can align pretty well with that yeah our live performance was we probably say is a bit heavier than than our uh, recordings for sure oh cool this gets people i don't know we found people get more involved get get more stuck in really gotta um, move around a bit yeah <laughs> Do you feel like yeah. uh, the mixed crowds are kind of responsive to that? Like you've gotten good. We good like results to be. Sorry. <laughs> we, like to be, we like to be as entertaining as we can. So mm. if there is a mixed crowd and we have thrown in a heavier song, like uh, we've played, like maybe an Enshikari song or something like that, just to get some people involved that would not would not really pay any attention to us at all. Um, but yeah, when when we do that, it generally goes down quite well. Um, as long as we we only, we only play like a little snippet of it, but if people get like, oh, actually, you know what, these guys like this sort of music, so maybe, you know, it gives them more of a open mind to check us out instead of just listening to uh, the post hardcore death metal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a broad there's a broad spectrum of heavy music from Milk Kings, so. Yeah, we actually rarely play a full pop punk lineup, but it's good fun when we do. What are your favorite songs to cover? Uh, well, it would be 
sorry, sorry, not winners though. If they're fun, that's uh, well, Ench Corey, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day we played, and this this was literally we played this because a string broke. Um, our rhythm guitar string broke on on stage while we were like at the highest energy part of our set, and oh, I had no idea to do this, but uh, Ross, my well, our lead guitarist, just started playing uh, the lines by Beartooth, and we just cracked <gasps> on with that. Well, oh so my that god. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great <laughs> response to that happening. I, I know the song. I really I like Bad quite a lot. So, so it wasn't like it was just a surprise. It wasn't hard to do, but it was like, right. oh dear. Like <laughs> you just started doing it or did you have some forewarning? Yeah. We've never even no, I had no warning. We've never even jammed it. <laughs> you just played it. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> we'll make it sound good. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you very much. You too. Find that while he was restring his guitar. Gotcha. That's fine. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Do you have any other highlights from this recent tour that you can think of while you're fresh off of it? Yeah. Well. Well, the, the, quite a lot actually. It was. It was. I don't know. It was just overall. It was just a really good experience. It was a different experience, and it was. I can't wait to do it again. Right. I know you already touched on like your last show being so great, but were there any other cities that you were like very surprised by the turnout or the energy? Yeah, um, I'd have to say Trier in Germany and Lille in France were both were both great. Like it was, it was not, it was more a lot more energy than I expected, and it's good fun. It was a really good fun. Oh, just a, it was just a shame that our friends in next year couldn't make it back with us to St Albans on the last date. They had to, they had to uh, finish up before then. But oh no, I didn't realize that. They started a day. They started a touring the day before us as well. So it was like they played the same amount of shows. Gotcha. Yeah. So they got to start and you got to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you be quick to jump on tour again, or do you kind of need a breather after coming back? We were going to do a weekender um, in December, but I'm pushing that back to probably February. I can't mm-hmm. confirm that. But it's probably February because we haven't played a UK. We haven't done a UK tour, solo UK tour for about a year, maybe a bit more. So I, I'm I'm keen to get back on it, get back out there. But recording is the priority right now. So, right, yeah. it's a delicate balance. Yeah, um, and ma- yeah, managing everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Are there any locations that you'd absolutely want to play in the near future? Like any dream spots that you want to hit? Um, probably. I would really like to play. Well, I want to play Manchester again, and I also would really like to play Camden Town in London. That'd be great. I haven't done that yet. Well. We haven't done that how we'd like to do that yet, but we will do. That that'll be coming soon. So I've you've done it, but it's not how you'd like to do it. What does that mean? We played on the outskirts, so it doesn't really count. I want to be in the middle of it. Gotcha. <laughs> There's so many venues, but we were in a venue that was like, I don't know, five ten minutes away. So it was like right. you know, we weren't really in it. Not in the center of it. Gotcha. So what exactly is the music scene like in Milton Keynes or like more adjacent areas? Do you feel like you have to travel to the bigger cities to yes. do most of your shows? Most of our shows, we've, well, the most consistent place we played is Milton Keynes. 
Jeez, mm-hmm. I, I can't even say it myself, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Milton Keynes is the place we played the most, but there's near to no pop punk bands. So it's like the dream of getting a full pop punk lineup on a Milton Keynes show would be unachievable almost. So yeah, I, I do find us want to stretch stretch out and branch out a bit more. Yeah, right. for sure. Are there any like favorite local venues that you have? Or even just in the proximity? Like any venues Hello. that do a good job at promoting the scene or? Yeah, so we've got the Crawford Arms and MK11. They both put on strong, strong shows and have a good atmosphere. But yeah, it's uh, with the audiences in Milton Keynes, it's been a little bit, we have had to branch out a bit more. Though some pop punk bands have started to run through Milton Keynes. So that's uh, hopes for this scene in the area should push up the scene a bit more. That brings me right to my next question, question which is, uh, who are your favorite local artists, or not necessarily like local in the immediate vicinity, but nearby? Um, well, relatively local, the surrounding areas. I'm definitely going to have to shout out next year, Cruel Spaces. We're playing with them this Thursday in London, uh, but I'll also Wishing Wolf. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. Oh, I would, again, Dead Restless, but they've recently split, unfortunately. Oh. Here's the thing. If you but, think yeah. of any more that you'd like to shout out, you can send them to me and I'll put them on our episode playlist. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've got, there's a few. I, I, I don't know. I've, if I can, if I can shout this out, uh, I have a playlist. Well, our band, my band has a playlist called Pop Punk and Positivity and it's filled with new wave pop punk, uh, high energy and it, and a lot of local bands too. So, and not, not just from the UK, there's some local bands which I've spoken to online from, uh, Illinois, if I butchered that, I'm sorry. Um, I don't actually know the right way to say that. Okay, well, <laughs> well that, is it that Illinois it or Illinois? It's I. Well, if you live in Illinois, it's definitely Illinois. People say it different all over. Yeah. So either way, Illinois, Illinois, whatever. I'm from the <laughs> East Coast. I got you. <laughs> I'll back that one. <laughs> sorry to anyone that. Yeah, anyway, anyway. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Cool. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had um, that. But it's like something it's something I listen to. Yeah, and I actually took a look at that a while back. I'm not sure if I'm following it, so I'm gonna have you text that to me to make sure that I have the list so that I can put that in our show notes as well. Wicked, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I've just got a couple like fun questions for you. Are you like a Halloween person? I am indeed. Great, because this episode's gonna drop on the first day of October. So Oh wow, okay. I've got a couple Halloween get- themed Spooky. Time to get spooky. Got a couple of questions <laughs> for you. Just same questions, kind of on the subject. So, what's your favorite spooky or dark song? Ooh, favorite of any genre. Any genre. Yeah, whatever. And you can shout out a few if you want to. We don't know what to say really, other than anything by Ozzy Osbourne. That would. That, yeah. That, that's what I go for. That'll um, do it. That's a perfect answer. Stormy, do you have one? Um, I really like, there's a creepy version of um, House of the Rising Sun that's really good. And then, I dang, I wish I could remember who did that. It's super good. Um, the Five Finger Death Punch version of that's really good. It I is really that. good, yeah. It's pretty good. I'm not a huge Five Finger Death Punch fan, but I really love that song, that, that version that they did. And then I put a spell on you, the original one, not the, I mean, 
Right. <laughs> the one from Hocus Pocus is good too, but I like the original a lot. My go-to is A Little Piece of Heaven by Avenged Sevenfold. Mm. <laughs> good one too. Okay. All right, Tyler. And then the last one I have for you is that if you could overlay one of your songs over a scene of any scary movie or TV show, which song would it be and which movie would it be or show? Um, I'd have to go... Ooh. That's a hard question. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I'd have to go with one of the Scream films and I'd go with Swansea because the uh, the rhythm of the rhythm of the guitars as the, as the people getting murdered behind the mirror would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Imagine. I love it. That was better than I thought. <laughs> I knew that was a hard question coming up with it. I'm I'm surprised I managed to answer that quickly. Yeah, you really came up with that. <laughs> I was just I've been watching a lot of American Horror Story and they've got um Oh yeah. What's her name? Stevie Nicks on constantly. And so I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm midway through the apocalypse series. Oh, I just oh, finished it this morning. They I just put it on. So I need to yeah. I need to watch that. <laughs> What's your favorite season so far? I knew that question was coming. Um I'm gonna have to say Asylum. Of course. Asylum? Yeah, oh, no, that's my favorite too. Well, Asylum or Coven, I I think Asylum gets it for me just because it was my first season that I watched all the way through. And yeah, see, I like Murder House for that reason. I watched them in a super weird order. That's like when, fine too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I, the cool part is you don't have it. to watch them in order. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What interests you first? I just watched Coven for the first time a month ago, so... Really? Yeah, I skipped Coven. <laughs> I think oh, I watched it... No, go Sorry, I was... I watched Coven and then Murder House, and then I watched Coven. <laughs> <laughs> so just sandwich Murder House in their way. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I've never seen the end of Murder House. I've tried to watch... I always like watching series in, compl- in, in complete, completely. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say it. In their full, in their entire, there you go, in their entirety. But every yeah, time yeah, I've got to like the last two episodes, I've stopped watching it. And I've done that about three times. So I've never watched the end. Oh, no. <laughs> you have to watch it if you're watching Apocalypse. Do I? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, wait. Does that mean I have to catch up on all the other ones to watch Apocalypse? No. Just Apocalypse House? pulls back to Murder House and Coven. Okay. I don't think anything else that I can think all right. of. Okay. But no, you gotta I... finish Murder House. I'll just have to watch the last two episodes. But yeah, just... yeah. I'm I'm sick of watching that first episode. I think I've seen it seven times. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I can do this. I thought, like I can push through this. But it's like nope, I can't binge this entire series without. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, that's incredible. You are a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so did you want to shout out your socials and your upcoming events before we hop on? Oh, yeah, so we're playing we're playing Pop Punk Party South on the 3rd of October, so this Thursday, down in London. I'm, yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. It's a good Pop Punk DJ set afterwards as well. I'm going to be hanging out there. It's going to be cool. And then we're playing Mindfest, which is it's a really good cause. Uh, people come along. And, yeah, our... Our socials are Get Your Head Straight UK on Instagram, GYHS underscore band on Twitter, and Get Your Head Straight Band on Facebook. So yeah, or you can follow me personally on Instagram as that is Tyler 
underscore GYHS. And I'll put all of those up on our show notes as well if anybody just wants to click on them and head to your accounts. I say thank you for joining us. We had a really good time. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to hear the fun. new music. This, is, this has been cool. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, working through the technical difficulties and everything. <laughs> we appreciate it. It's stopped raining now, which is bad timing, really. Um, <laughs> the signal's probably going to be better. Oh, well. I think we made it work. <laughs> Only cut out a couple of times. Yeah. We'll make it sound good. <laughs> Cheers. All right, bye. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you very much. You too. So on the topic of American Horror Story, mm-hmm. I started watching Slasher again because I finished American Horror Story and I had to watch something. And wait, what's Slasher? It's um, it's another anthology kind of show on Netflix where it's more like slasher style. Okay, so like what Thanks. they're trying to do this season on American Horror Story? Yeah, kind of. Because it's all. Like, 80s themed. I don't think it's as good as American Horror Story, but it's pretty good. Anyway, though, one of the characters really reminds me of your brother. Of my brother? Yeah, like, if your brother was an asshole. Just because he's got one of those mustaches and he works at a coffee shop. (laughs) I mean, my brother is kind of an asshole sometimes. No, this guy's, like... He burns me really good. This guy's really into his coffee, and he's just telling everybody to fuck off. They're not going to order their lattes, pretty much. He's like, I'm the best artisan barista in town, and... Hold on for one second. I'm going to read a tweet to you. Well, Murray's bad boy at 8.09 a.m. today. A woman just bought a drink with five shots of espresso. Why does she laugh in the face of God like that? <laughs> Maybe he is this guy. Also, my brother, ten hours ago, I don't even think the drink I made is legal. <laughs> is he going to be okay with us blasting him like this? 100%. Because I don't even know him. Um, I would like to listen, have him on here with both of I'm us. I'm blasting it. Listen, he told a story about how I yelled at him over Gilmore Girls on his podcast. He can get this tweet out on the world. He, po- he tweeted it. <laughs> this morning. He didn't feel bad about it. Also, I laughed hysterically. I just want you to know that a guy who is persnickety about coffee is not out of the question when it comes to my brother. I said something about uh, making a cup of coffee the other day. Or something. We said something about making coffee the other day, and he goes, "I don't know. I just don't like coffee if it's not made in my French press." Seems about right. I okay. I'm gonna need to get this clip and see if I can. Like, I need. I need to find a way to send exactly that clip to my brother and be like, "Hey, look, is this you?" <laughs> I like have not been able to unsee it because pretty much the only way that I can imagine your brother is making coffee because that first 
story that he told on our podcast just really sticks with me for some reason, my impression of him, because I think it was the first time that I ever heard him talk. You should listen to his podcast because he talks about making coffee a lot. I should, but like as soon as I but saw that, that's because he makes like, coffee a lot. He's got the mustache and he's a barista. Yes. Anyway. Also, since I did blast him just now, uh, go check out his podcast. It's called Idiot Sandwich and he does it with his best friend, Pat. And you should check them out at Idiot Sandwich, like literally ever. Forward all your coffee questions to me. Oh my god, if you email them coffee questions, I would die. Just email my brother the most coffee questions. Or maybe just your orders. (laughs) (laughs) And the funniest part is, I don't think he listens to our podcast every week, so it would be really funny if he just started getting people's coffee orders, and he's like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I'm gonna find their podcast email real quick. This is happening. Oh, okay. Oh, he doesn't put his, uh, he doesn't put his email on there. Maybe it's on Facebook. I really need this to happen. Here, so we can just tag him on Instagram. (laughs) No, but then he'll he'll see it if it's on Instagram. It has to be in the episode because I don't want him to understand. Just shout out his Instagram handle. But it'd be so much funnier if it was in their email. Okay, fine. (laughs) Go on Instagram at Idiot Sandwich Podcast. Send them a private message. All I want is your coffee order. What you want to order. If it's pumpkin spice, that would be 10 times funnier. <laughs> or something about a baby in Vegas. But like, seriously, Wait, just the coffee order would be funnier. Anyway, wrap it up. Baby Let's in Vegas? That. That's, it's a bit that they did last oh, week. Right, right, funny. right. I remember that. Anyway. Speaking of socials, that's a flawless transition. You can find us at I'm Not Okay Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Not Okay Pod at gmail if you'd like to send us any emails please don't send us any coffee orders no you're supposed to send the coffee orders to idiot sandwich idiot sandwich it's like a witch in the sand but she's an idiot idiot sandwich sandwich podcast yeah she's running a podcast (laughs) we got it (laughs) oh god (laughs) and our socials are i'm not okay pod that's okay like the full word okay Pot. Yeah, if you look up it with a, just an O and a K, it's not going to do it. No, not going to do it for you guys. Gotta it's be not going to happen. Mm. Gotta search smart. Frank, leave it alone. Really, if you mm. want to do a good job, put it in on Google Scholar. See what comes up. Google Scholar? <laughs> what is Google Scholar? It's like, it's a reference. Is it a real website. thing? Yeah. It's oh. how I find all my academic papers. Look, I've already got it open. I don't look up academic papers. That's why I don't know what that is. I'm putting in I'm Not Okay podcast. And it autocorrected to say, it's okay to say I'm sorry. And the next what? result is podcast time, negotiating digital literacies and communities of learning in a middle years ELL classroom. Was that English? The third result is harmless and humpless political podcasts. What we haven't made it to Google Scholar yet. What does that mean? I don't know. What? No. What? Harmless and humpless? I'm confused. I can read you the abstract if it would help. I really don't even know what that is. It's like the overview of the paper. Why wouldn't you just call it the overview? There's already a word for that. <laughs> abstract. It's like it's like when I went to Chicago and they named the pepperoni pizza something weird. Pepperoni pizza already has a name. Pepperoni pizza. You don't need a fancy name for it, hipsters. You don't. It's pepperoni pizza. 
It was very good pepperoni pizza. I'm going to just read you academic papers and we'll have you react. I hate it. <laughs> I just, I don't understand why you have to say so many big words. Yeah, me either. Abstract's not a big word. It just has a different meaning for me because I'm an art kid. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> when I hear abstract, I see weird triangles and nonsense. Pretty nonsense, usually, but still nonsense. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of nonsense in this paper. No, sorry, that was me. There might be. It's, it has the word humpless in the title. I'm pretty sure that's not a word. All right, so I have one more thing to do today before we hop off, and that is to spotlight our featured artist who comes to us this week by the name of Ready Steady Steroids. They're a punk rock group coming from Toronto, Ontario, and they are going to play us out with their song called Freeze Frame. It's going to come off their upcoming album called Dear Outsiders, and the single itself was just released about two weeks ago. Uh, so if you guys like them, please check them out on Facebook at Ready Steady Steroids, on Instagram at Ready Steady Steroids, or on Twitter at, guess what, Ready Steady Steroids. All right then, so I'll just say bye now and let them play us out. Oh, yeah, uh, later. <laughs> Ah!